The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is old school sponsored by the mercado by certified piedmontese broadcasting veteran derek pearson when you find something that moves them that makes them smile celebrate it that's your task that's your superpower nebraska football hall of famer jay foreman rifles a pass it was tipped it's picked off by foreman he's at the 15 10 5 he'll score on 93.7 the ticket and the ticketfm.com What up, what up, what up? This is old school. Nate O'Brennan, Jay Foreman. Comes on the ones and twos. Myself is on the threes and fours. Old school is brought to you by the Mercado. 84th and Hive Lock. Approximately, approximately certified Piedmontese and their special ingredients. And the Butcher Shop, which has every type of meat, every cut of meat. Seafood, pasta, street tacos, single uh, they had street sing- tacos? I didn't know that. Single, actually. Well, at least when I was in there, they had single oh, size nice. uh, servings, family, family size uh, lasagna, nice. single. Um, they have own their own spices, own uh, and uh, own sauces as well, and they also have their own like beef jerky, turkey jerky, um, so forth and so on. So we appreciate the support. So we are here. We're holding the fort down. DP is getting rested up, recharged, getting mm-hmm. healthy. Take as long as he, uh, as need be. You know that's the most important thing. That's why we're here because we can always step up like a champion. Mm-hmm. You know we we are the uh, Logan Smothers and uh, Chubba Purdy, something like that, something like that. <laughs> um, and he's Casey Thompson. So at the end of the day, you know the show must go on. But DP, you know we 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 holding it down for you. So you know we're gonna cover a variety of things. Husker football, a little wrap up from the Illinois game. Uh, looking forward to the Minnesota game, Minnesota game. Oh, the fighting PJ Flex. They're gonna row their boat down here, and hopefully we can knock some uh, holes in their in the was it the bowel or whatever their boat, make them sink a little bit. Row and the then, boat, and then we'll talk a little big picture Nebraska. And then we'll talk a little big picture uh, Big Ten college football. There's a firing. I know you and Strick talked talked about it, and then we'll talk a little NFL. You got the World Series going on. Um, you know your Colts. You know we'll we'll discuss them. You know with your boy uh, Sam Ellinger. I, he I think looked okay. He looked like garbage. He didn't look that bad. He was garbage for, okay. for first time guy being thrown out there. Yeah, he put him in a position to win. Yeah, but Matt Ryan has won three games for you. Trust me. I so it's, it's dumb. We'll talk about that, and then we'll take your take your text. We're gonna start. We you know we I, I enjoyed last time when we read all the text live, so people start lighting that up. Oh yeah. Um, and then we'll uh. You know, in the show with uh, you know, some calls in as well. We got Rico maybe answering the phone. We got Mark. Everybody's holding in. We're pulling. It. You know, one thing is that you know they say teamwork makes the dream work. So, somebody's sick or or busy, you know, you got to hold the fort down. So, 
Um, onward, on. yeah, onward and upward. We're talking about the uh, the Husker game. I guess my uh, I know you guys, you and Strick, were doing it, but my first initial thoughts were, you know, it was a little bit of a sleepy start. Kind of that's the way it is going to be, you know, against Illinois. They kind of actually started faster than I thought they would. I think they caught us in a pretty good a defensive call, but you know, I would have liked to seen a little bit of the nuances of it uh, executed better. Um, you know, man to man, if you in, you know. Um, I talked about it on my black black shirt breakdown. I know it's a little bit of competition for Sipplin there, but uh, hey, they had every chance to step up. But uh, you know, uh, the black shirt breakdown we talked about playing at different levels when you're man to man, and so and that's no different when you look at basketball. I know you watch a lot of basketball. If you're going to switch or if you're going to what's called hedge, which is essentially bum rush the guy with the ball to got to get him to burp, you got to play at different levels, and and you got um, our corner Newsom got caught up in the trash. So sometimes you got to play a little bit top down and you almost give up a first down, but you want to not give up a touchdown. So man-to-man defense hurts you because you saw Ernest Hausman had his back to him, and as soon as you turn around, like, boom, this dude's going full speed. Yep. You're not going to catch him. Um, then the angles of everybody else, he kinda already had you know five or six-yard head start, and they got it to their guy that's the most explosive. But I felt like Nebraska up until, obviously, Casey got hurt, you know, had, had gained the momentum back, and – I was hoping Nebraska got into halftime with an ugly nine to six win, and then like, hey, let's turn up on these dudes. Yep. And you know, people always talk about in the NFL. You hear a lot of things about the four minute drill. It's actually six minutes. You get what I'm saying? So you gotta, you know, really, uh, you know, when you break down the game, the you know, in theory, the middle parts of the game is kind of like pillow fighting. You want to start fast, right? Withhold it, you know, if you start fast, you want to withhold their reply, right? Them try to get it back. And then you want to end that six minutes. You want to own those six minutes. So if you can own the first four minutes and then last six minutes, that's 10 minutes out of a, you know, 30 minutes right there in the middle, you want to, you know, kind of, if you got to play steady, you're generally going to go into halftime with a pretty good lead or momentum on your side. Nebraska didn't do that, obviously, with uh, the breakdown, a little bit in offense, interception. And then an explosive return, touchdown, three and out, another one, boom, boom, boom. Um, and then I wouldn't say the you know the the nail was in the coffin, but the momentum was out. You know the one thing that I talked about, uh, you know pregame, you know when you know when I was waiting for you and you were nowhere to be found, you're running around like this is not Blacksburg. Okay. <laughs> when you when you're supposed to be somewhere, be there. I was there. Yeah, I, I know. I was there with but plenty be, of time. Be there at plenty, 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 plenty. I was there time, thirty really. minutes before I went on. Yeah, well, made it an hour. Anyways, we, <laughs> when I was waiting for I you, know, the thing I, I was, was talking waiting about for you too. Is you, when you take the approach and you have a big name player, a big part of your offense, you you take him out, right? Then you take the team out. And the big thing that I was saying is like, you know, you need to break. Chase Brown you know what I'm saying and um Nebraska you know for the most part I thought played you know played him pretty well I thought um, the defense then, wasn't the problem and yeah. then I felt like on the other side I felt like in the first half at least at least the first quarter you know we ran the ball pretty more effectively than I thought we would mm-hmm. you know just considering what their Illinois Illinois defense had done before um but I should have known and then also, obviously, with the struggles with the offensive line, but I felt like coming out of the bye week, they had a really good plan as far as running the ball. You've seen it. I would have liked to have seen it a little bit more. Um, but the momentum in the second half, we never could get started again. And it was kind of, you know, always, you know, 
fighting an uphill battle. And so I think it was a learning experience, again, for this team, the importance of the minute details that can lead into big plays. You know what I'm saying? And we have to make sure that we have to be aware of the concepts that have hurt us at on defense at times. You better believe P.J. Fleck and them guys, those guys are going to have it in their playbook in some form or fashion. Yes, they will. It's a copycat league, copycat profession, but it's not. they're not going to let you see it the same way. And so as long as we can do that, I feel like we match up well. we got to tackle well again. you got another great back coming in, um, veteran quarterback, kind of like the same deal. He's hurt, though. Taylor yeah. Morgan. Yeah, but if he plays – you know, you feel like he's going to do all right, right? Now, if he doesn't, the backup is more of a runner. Mm-hmm. So then that changes it. So that might that changes your, your rush lane a little bit. So you prepare for both. Ideally, you'd like to think a team that has to get back into the Big Ten West race, that Tanner Morgan's going to do everything possible, unless he's out, you know. Um, so, you know, I think it's uh, – you know, it, I don't. I don't think this is this game is any different than any game that they're going to play. I know, obviously, with Casey, you know, being you know compromised is, is going to be a huge. But at this point, I, I do think like this. If um, I'm sure Casey might be out for like a, you know, sure like a practice or two. You know, maybe a practice. He's smart enough to kind of you know take the mental reps if he's around, and then maybe try to you know see how he feels later in the week. If not, you know. Chuba and uh, Logan will be prepared. They're preparing them right now. They're pre- they should be at the stadium if they're not in class getting ready as if they're going to play. Well, let me ask you this, and we'll get to the text line here in a second, too, because I know a lot yeah, of questions Yeah, they've been going on. Yeah. I, up, my, my first question before anything, why did we see Logan Smothers end to half and then you just never saw the dude again? Like, you could see Chuba. I, I don't know if something's wrong with him. I don't know if he just wasn't prepared, but he looked off from the second he got into that game. And I understand giving him a few a, a few series, see what he can do. But towards the end, I was like, dude, get this guy out of there. Like, it can't get <laughs> Dang, much Nick. worse. Dang. Well, Dang. I, I'm a, look, I've always been a Smothers guy, and I thought the game plan against Iowa was great last year. He put you in a position to win. Obviously, right. he didn't have it, the game plan like he did against Iowa because you knew he was going in. But, like, my God, there were a couple times I'm like, just try something new at this point. Yeah. You just yeah, never I saw mean, it him. Was, it was just weird. Yeah, it's – it's. It, I mean, it was a little odd. But, you know, you know, like I always said, I'm going to trust that the what the coaches are getting paid a lot of money to do. So, they right. know – you know, I will say this. They know or they should know their quarterback room a lot better than me and you. Oh, they do. And, and they do. And they, they should. Do. They do. So – Again, it's their decision, but then you're going to be, like you said, you're going to be judged on those decisions because just to the, to the just the young eye, just the layman eye, it looks like, hey. I mean, he looked lost. It, you know, he kind of looked like that Oklahoma State quarterback that came in there and my brother had the shakes, <laughs> man, like he didn't drink eight cups <laughs> of coffee. He did, he did. Yeah. So. He was nervous. So, you maybe know. Maybe he was nervous. I, maybe he's hurt. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't think he was hurt. I think it was just. You know, the game can come at you fast. You're playing against one of the top defenses, not only the Big Ten and the nation. Yeah. They got you kind of pinned when you're losing. They got, they got you pigeonholed. And if you don't have a lot of experience and, you, you know, you're sitting and you're not expecting, you know, Casey to be out that quick, um, you know, it's a little bit it's a little bit uh, alarming. But I just would have thought you'd been a little bit more prepared in the sense of just a few games ago, you know, Whipple, you know, he ain't Casey after like the first second series. <laughs> yeah, right? so, you I were mean, that confident to do that, and you're not going to yank him when Smothers is shown. Like again, I I know they made the game plan tailored specifically to Logan Smothers against Iowa, but 
he showed flashes that he's like he can play. Yeah, the thing about Kid Logan that I don't think people give him enough credit for, and this is something, this is a unique quality if you go and you watch NFL quarterbacks, right? Guys that know how to play quarterback. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference, mm-hmm. right? There's a guy that'll come out in the draft from Kentucky that has a huge arm that doesn't know how to play quarterback. But the same guy that they try to compare to compare him to, Josh Allen, figured out and learned how to play quarterback. I saw that comparison. Right, it's yeah. not even close. Yeah. And but because he learned and knew how to play quarterback, mm-hmm. and there's an extremely there's a, there's such a big difference. But to the lazy eye, you don't know the difference, right? And if you look at somebody, let's see who. I mean, obviously Tom Brady and and, and Aaron Rodgers, they know how to play quarterback. But for somebody, perfect Drew Brees, right? And, and I'm not comparing Logan Smothers to a Hall of Famer, but I'm okay because okay, people will get on the yeah, you know the text line yeah. will be well, wild. They'll be on the text line and they'll be on those chat lines. Oh, Jay Foreman says like we they're got already Drew heated because right, right. of the loss. But when you talk about Drew Brees, the arm strength wasn't you know what you know wasn't even Philip Rivers. It wasn't you know you get what I'm saying. It's not Dante. Cole. It's not the guys that right. you would think that play quarterback. Well, well, guess what Drew Brees did? He find found a way to be effective so his offense could be explosive by playing quarterback. Even Tua for the Dolphins, when you see him, his arm, he doesn't have the strongest arm. He's not the biggest dude, but he knows how to play the position of quarterback. So that means you have to throw guys open, and that's something that you individually have to know your limitations and work on those so you can operate in it. And, but I think Logan, with from his dad being his uh, football coach, he knows how to play the position. You just mm-hmm. kind of like when he breaks the huddle, you, he looks like he's done it before, mm-hmm. you know. And um, and so that I think that's a distinct difference. And he's played before, and that's obviously seen it. But you know, obviously, it's a big week for either quarterback because I guarantee you, you know, if Ch- I'm assuming Chubb is going to start because he played the whole second half. So, you would assume, but <laughs> so if Chubb <laughs> starts, I'm I know for I would like to think and know that they're going to get Logan ready as well because. Some knucklehead from Minnesota accidentally rolls into Chubba's ankle, then you know he's out. Logan, you gotta be ready. And so, do you think the leash is shorter this week after seeing what happened? Because it just what, what blew my mind the most. It wasn't the fact that Chubba Purdy was out there. I think that we knew going in he was the backup quarterback, but nothing was working. I mean, it was series <laughs> after series after series. Like nothing you see this was dude working. Out here? He says exactly. Nothing. Former Buster and Chump are saying Purdy is better on Metro Radio right now. Who's Buster? Jay's fan. Who's Jay's fan? That's a Creighton Jay's fan. He's not a Jay Foreman fan. Oh, no, that's a, that's a Creighton fan. Yeah. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Is better. I don't know. I mean, Buster and Chump. 
don't know. Well, chump is Josh Peterson. Oh, okay. Because I've told him numerous times that he he's a chump and he he has a bunch of chump sauce. But I don't know who Buster is. But anyways, I mean, Purdy might be better. And I, like I said, I think and he just maybe just had a bad game. It's not the right, most, right. You That's know, it's I not said, the yeah. best evaluation of him. So. I think the really the big evaluation will be this week. You're going to have a full week that you know right now there's a high chance that you're going to – if you're not starting, say Casey's ready to go, Casey probably would start, but you know there's a high chance you're going to play. He's probably taking the first team reps in practice because I would assume Casey Thompson will take a day or two off right. if but, nothing else. But I'm saying after that game was over, regardless of what happened, right, because when you took over there was a 14-point deficit, right? Right, right. So – you know, that's a big hill to climb against a team that's a ball control with a good defense. So let's just chalk it up and say, okay, it was a no-win situation, right? We could just play devil's advocate. When you got in your car to go home after that game, so 6.30, you were driving home, you knew there was a high chance, you know there's a high chance you're going to be starting next week or playing. So you needed to be preparing from then on. And so I think this week would be a more – I think Chubb would play a lot better. I think he'll be a lot more comfortable. I think, um, you know, the plays that will be called would be more suited to his skill set, you know, what he knows, what he operates, what he feels comfortable with. And um, and so the expectation is he's got to go out there and perform. It's a tremendous opportunity for him as well. He goes and knocks it out of the park, then you, dude, you, you might be hard to get you up out of there. So this isn't anything that you can't do. You know what I'm saying, and so this yeah. is a, this is, it, it, life's a, it, look, man. In sports, you only get one or two opportunities, regardless how you get it. What you do with it is up to you. And now everybody's got to play well. Like with the offensive line, just you know, to let everybody just go in there, ollie ollie oxen free. Then they honestly look the offensive line looked better. Now they there did. were a couple plays that sure, looked but that's absolutely what, but you know atrocious, what? but they looked better. But you, but you know what? You're playing. They looked a lot better. They did. Period. It's not a, you know, Illinois is going to make plays. Now there's a couple of plays that you know you would like to have back, but that's in every game. Right. But overall, they they looked a lot better. So you got to give them credit. You got to give the offensive line coach credit, and 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 so, therefore, you know, then we got to look at other areas. And so, I think this is a good week for them to get continuity with Chuba, kind of get to know his cadence because that's different as well. You know, when they're trying to go first or second sound, his cadence different. So how they go about it. So they got to get used to it. And this is just that's why I think it'll be more of a well-oiled machine. Um, I'm sure, you know, Whipple knows kind of what Chubba does well and doesn't do well and what will work against Minnesota within what he does and doesn't do well in the running game, you know, all so forth and so on. Maybe a little bit more RPO action as well because Chubba can put him up and put him. He's supposed to be pretty fast, right? So, you know, there might be – it might open up the playbook um, just by adding different dynamics to the playbook. So – I expect a uh, you know a better performance you know this week out of the you know the offense and trouble. What do you think about this from Bubba? He says I would give now this is what Bubba says. He says I would give almost anything for Whipple to be fired. There has to be someone on staff that can understand the flow of the game and call plays accordingly. Oh, I'm not. I mean, I'm not. That's a little bit extreme. You know what I mean? To yeah. talk about you know I'm not gonna get in here and talk about a coach being fired. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not with that. Could have. You know, so yeah, of course, any time a play, a play calling could be, you know, a little bit, you know, different, you know, but it's easy to say that after the game is gone. You're in the middle of the game. You know, a lot of the plays that are being called that don't work, you know, there's some there's some guys that were open that weren't hit. You know, in particular, I remember in the first quarter, yeah, in the first quarter, and I don't know if it was the first drive or the second drive, I think Nebraska tried a deep pass and, and Trey was open on a crossing route. 
Um, well, the Ramir drop just killed you, and that, that killed well, that, all that, momentum. Well, it was. It's a. It's a. If it's not a touchdown, you're you're dang near and in, in chip yard field goal, right? Mm-hmm. You'd like to think, right? Um, and then so two plays later, right? Casey gets knocked out. Yeah. You're not even there. All you got to do is catch the ball. They've done it every – they said several times in practice. It was something that they knew would be in the game plan, something that would be open. So you got to make the – you got to make those plays when, you're, when your number's called. And so, you know, to Bubba, I, I get it. You know, they look at the flow of the game is a hard thing to do. Um, of course, you know, there's plenty of it. You know, when something isn't working, you'd be like, oh, we need to do something else. It's not that easy. But, um, you know, I think Whipple's at the point he's just going to call what he wants to call. I mean that's that's it. You're paying him an offensive coordinator, let him offensive coordinate. Yeah, I don't know if it's it's as much Whipple the problem. The, I, like I said, and I, I'm going to keep saying the most frustrating thing was that you brought in Chubba Purdy and Casey to compete, and then the best case scenario was that okay, one of them is going to be the backup. He might not play as much, but then you insert him into a situation that happened literally on Saturday for him to step up and fill in, and it just it it looked bad. What did they score like twenty three yard or they had twenty three yards of offense in the second half, something like that? I mean, it was just something atrocious, and it, it, it couldn't move the ball. And I know Illinois has good defense, but you can't say that they're that good because Casey Thompson had a couple big plays on him. Anthony right. Grant was running the ball, but then when you get down so much, I mean, it makes it nearly impossible to keep running the football. Right. But it's not like Nebraska couldn't move; like right. they, they felt, were they were moving on him. You know, I felt going into this game. That this is just me, and what do I know? You know what I mean. Um, <laughs> I felt that pretty ne- good amount. I felt that Nebraska's skill position. I felt that they were better than Illinois in their skill position guys on defense. I felt like when you when we as a group, running backs, tight end, receivers. I, I liked our matchups. Yeah, I really did. Yeah, top to bottom, quarterback included. Um, and I kind of felt like if the if the offensive line can kind of like hold their head above water, we can just go to work on these dudes. Right. Because Indiana's offensive line is flat out horrible. <laughs> and ours is better than Indiana. And if yeah. we're coming off a of bye week, if we could just get some – I'm thinking like if we could just get a little bit of runs, we'll be able to do our thing. And really, the offensive line was the bright spot. And Alante Brown. That, I mean, seriously. Right. And so and, – and also Anthony Grant. But – so that's the probably where the most disappointment is because when you show up and you and you know that you have a, I think a distinct advantage, but then those guys need to play. I do feel like those guys did not get. I, I didn't feel like a lot of those pass routes that they were running. I don't think they were running with conviction. I, I, I felt like they were in like glide speed. Those guys I think are faster than those dudes that they were going against, and I didn't I didn't see enough separation. That's just me. I yeah. felt like they could have played. I mean, you got. Trey and Washington, you had two catches between you two dudes and nine yards. I mean, that would be the equivalent of playing the 85 Bears. <laughs> well, I think for what it's worth, well, we'll go ahead Honda Lincoln Hotline here in a second, but for what it's worth, I think if Casey stays in that game, now that's a big if, injuries happen, it's football. If Casey stays in that game, I don't think it's that big of a win for Illinois. I think Nebraska keeps it closer. Yeah, I, I mean, the offense did nothing in the second half. Right. Basically nothing. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, it changes the flow of the game. It I mean, does. look, dude, you, you cut the head off the snake, it's dead. So, I mean, that's what they did. You got, And it wasn't a cheap shot. It was kind no. of an odd hit, it you was. know, because he had an elbow brace on for his, you know, his issue, and he hit Casey right where he was throwing it. But that's what you do. You attack the throwing arm, and it kind of right. just was forced against 
uh, for us. And so we're going to the Honda Lincoln Hotline. We got Tim Dog in here. Is he on? Tim, what's yep, up? I'm here, guys. What's up, man? What you got yep. for me today? Well, you know, I I think the guy who made the comment about Whipple. Um, <laughs> I mean, let's just look at let's just look at things, you know, from an honest perspective. I mean, Nebraska would have had to come in. Casey would have had to play his A game. You know, no turnovers, no penalties. We would have had to play just our our, our prime A game in order for us to win. So you take out Casey, it don't matter what quarterback's going back there. I mean, I think the offensive game plan more or less turned into let's not let this blowout get any worse than it needs to. And I respect that for Whipple. Sometimes as as an offensive coordinator, that's just what you have to do. Mm -hmm. The the thing I've just come to accept this year is, you know, this is just kind of a rebuilding year. It's a rebuilding year for our coaching staff, and it's a rebuilding year for our kids. You know, we just don't have the horses. To, to just get out there and, and just go head-to-head with these guys. Now, we might catch a team slipping on their off game, and if we're on point, hey, it, it, you know, I, I still think we're going to pull off. I, I think we're going to win two more games before the season's over. I think we're going to beat Iowa because mm-hmm. as bad as Iowa is, we've seen how bad Northwestern is now. But but one of those other games in there, guys, I don't know if it's this weekend or, you know, if, if it's another one, but I, I think we'll, we'll, we'll take care of business. Two more wins. So we'll see how it goes. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks, Tim. I like you, Tim Dog. I hear you. I mean, I think he has some valid points. I, I I don't agree and think that we would have had to play perfect to beat Illinois. I really don't. We were, I mean, up until six minutes before the half, if we had played like boo-boo, we were winning <laughs> nine to six yeah. with the ball. With the ball in a decent position. We weren't backed up on the one. You know what I mean? Well, we, I, the the turnovers on the field, like where they happen on the field, didn't help you too. Like giving giving Illinois a short field just kills you. Well, sure, but I'm saying I'm saying I'm saying before Casey got hurt, and right. then obviously that was an interception when that ball was snapped or the we're up nine to six right. with six and some change on the clock. Right. All right. If even if we take two and a half minutes off to it and have to cough and kick it and give them down there, and they start at the twenty. They got four minutes. The yeah. worst you gotta yeah. go into the the halftime down thirteen to nine. Your quarterback's still up and upright, and you get the ball. Right, right. The halftime talk and the speeches and the adjustments is totally different, right? And so that's why I don't necessarily. I agree with Tim on some stuff. I don't agree to say just chalk it up and say this is a like a rebuild. That's not fair to those kids. I think that's part of the reason why Trev, you know, or at least that's what he said to make the decision. That you know, I know Mickey doesn't coach that way. I know none of those guys down there are coaching that way. Um, ideally, you'd hope the players aren't playing that way or thinking that way. But I don't, I don't think that is the case as well because I don't think they quit. You know what I mean? No. no. And, then, and so, yeah, of course, we don't have the horses per se. But who really has horses? I mean, are you trying to tell me that Illinois all of a sudden, the same team we played last year, just all of a sudden got some horses? You know what they're doing? They're executing at a higher a higher rate. You know what I'm saying? They're playing better as an offensive line. For for instance, the field goal, the field goal, the extra point block. Okay, you don't see that out of them. That's a personal choice. If your head is down and you're lined up right over me, I don't care about technique. Straight up, Nate. Straight up, I don't care about technique. My job is to block you. And you want to? I'm gonna here's a, here's a, I'm gonna tell you a little uh, story about myself, right? So my I play after my third or fourth year in Buffalo. Greg Williams comes in. So it's after my third year. Danny Smith comes in, and 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 he's he actually is one of my good friends right now. Uh, and well, not right now. Turned into one of my good friends. Um, he's a special teams coach. You know what I'm saying? 
and he uh, coached DBs at Georgia Tech. He was down at Georgia Tech when they won the national championship and stuff like that, but he's a special teams coach. And so we weren't very good on special teams the year before. So he challenged everybody to do something different. And he put me on the wing on field goal block, <laughs> okay? Now, I never did nothing like that. So if you, <laughs> I'm telling you, if you want some stress – do it there be where you line you got a superior athlete right there between the very tight end and then you got another guy out there you get what i'm saying mm -hmm. so that's how i know a little bit about that and danny smith said looked at me said at the end of the day you do not give up the inside number one and i just want you to barely if you have to just barely tap the guy on the outside they won't block it you know and it really to be honest with you there was a couple it was a preseason game. I think I got like two holding penalties. You know what I mean? You, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to let you block it. Right. Right? I'll, well, I mean, you didn't even move for what it's worth. Exactly. <laughs> didn't I'd rather move. you do something than right. nothing. Right. And so these are the things that – these are the little things that you're, what you're saying, and that's the difference. Now, granted, I'm, I'm going to say this. Like they, Yeah, Illinois has really good players. But we're going to come back and talk to this right here with Tim – we got Ellis and Illinois. Oh, here we go. Ellis, Ellis and Illinois, right? Here we about to go in Cheeseburger and John and Cortland. We're all, all wilding. Right. We're going to go to break here. Okay. I mean, this is going by too quick. Do we need to extend this to like 637? <laughs> I know DP's out. We got to start breaking all types yeah. of rules. But uh, we're going to go take a quick break. We'll be back. We're going to continue this Illinois talk. We're going to address all the, all the text, all the stuff on the stream yard. Jay Foreman, Nate, old school. We'll be back in about six minutes. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.